Hi, and welcome to another episode of Well To Do with my new guest. I'm so excited to introduce to you, Charles Chen. Hi, everyone. Now, he is not only glowing with wellness, but will teach you everything about wellness in terms of nutrition, detoxing, healing, and the triple eight magic number, which you're going to reveal very soon. But before we go on with this fantastic episode, I'd love to thank our sponsor for the podcast, which is Aries Tech. Modulation of electromagnetic fields. The radiation is around us and having these devices on the back of your devices will help to remove some of that technology radiation that is emitted. You can put it on your phone, you can put one in your car, and you can even have a keyring or a necklace. So check out Aries Tech. So Charles, we've seen you all over television. We've seen you all over social media. You're about to write a book apparently as well, so join the club. Yes. But so exciting. what are you most well-known for? My weight loss transformation and healing my mind, body, and spirit. You know, it started with food. I was in the kitchen. I was sharing a lot of recipes. But I quickly realized after my transformation that my mind and my spirit had to catch up. Yeah. So I, you know, spent a lot of the last few years just deep diving into what helped my clients achieve success. Really? What kept their weight loss or transformation continue to grow so then that's what we kind of focus yeah so for example we've got all the lovely food around us because i'm all about yes you know you crave what you eat your body continues to want what you feed it so i've been going through the transformation of a parasite gut cleanse yeah and then removing all of the things that those little suckers like because when you try and give them up they start to dump toxins and make you crave the very thing you're trying to give up yes sugar too sugar is such a huge corporate but we we talked about how parasite cleansing, but we also have to talk about the emotional release, right? Because the body and trauma stores into our body. So how do you actually remove that energetically? And that's something I work through, whether, whether it's through meditation, yoga, but I also have a breathing exercise that I do every single morning. I love that. We're going to go through that, you guys, because that is a part of your triple eight method secret. So we're just hinting what is about to come in this wonderful episode. The parasite thing, though, with removing the actual worms that may be living in that warm, damp, candida environment, and as you start to detox from that, Mm -hmm. flooding the body with antioxidants and removing the sugars and the wheats and the breads and the gluten and the alcohol and the caffeine, and you're basically just eating fruits and vegetables. But once you do that, I've noticed you and I were talking about the other day how you do anything is how you do everything. So what starts to happen, as you just mentioned, was that the parasites start to clear and you literally go, what other parasites are going on in my world in terms of like business and relationships and people that are just sort of sucking everything that I eat? You don't realize how bad you feel until you start to change your diet, you start cleansing, you're like, oh my gosh, I never knew I can actually feel this good, this amount of mental clarity. But yes, as we do the parasite cleanse, we're detoxifying our body of toxic waste. But I also think about our relationships. People that you have in your life, your environment, is your environment sparking joy, inspiring you? And who are you associating with? Who are your friends? And what are your thoughts that you're thinking on a daily basis, whether it's your affirmations? We spend so much time, like, you know, beating ourselves down. I will say that morning check-in that we do is a moment of just gratitude for your body. Because, you know, we go around our, our day and we're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done this. But like, when the last time you just stopped and checked in and just thank your body? For allowing it to be healthy and operate. 
that's the mindfulness, right? Yeah. And it's funny because what happens is it's not really you that's craving the sugars and the wheat. Mm. It's actually the worms, the parasites. So when you stop facilitating that environment, you stop craving those things. So hence you start to crave these things, Charles. Yes. And tell me why we're looking at these types of foods. Is this what helped you with your weight loss journey? And tell everyone how much weight you actually lost. Yeah, so I lost 100 pounds uh, prior to that. A lot of addictions, whether things that you do to numb yourself, is addicted to some sort of trauma. So it's your way of trying to heal and try to put a band-aid on it. And until you find healthy ways to heal yourself, you stop numbing, right? So I was numbing myself with highly processed foods. I was drinking soda every single day as my water. So when I started introducing high fruits and vegetables into my diet, you're activating your blood cells with actual frequency, high vibe foods that will yep. actually detox about your body and make you feel better. And you, your brain starts to work. It's yep. so it's so fascinating that when you start giving your body the right nutrition, your mind starts to clear up. You start to release things that no longer serve you and you can yes. just think clearly. It's that mind-gut connection. And there's a lot of science behind that as well. If you need to look that up. Let's keep talking about you because you are so inspiring for others. And, and I think, you know having that weight loss drop and then sort of transforming into the new you. Yeah. Was it because of fresh fruits and vegetables or was it a particular type of fruit and vegetable that helped the detoxification process? Obviously, organic fresh fruits and vegetables. I started going to my farmer's market, connecting with my food. I talk a lot about this, like cook your food, touch your food, make your smoothies, you know, cut, make your salads, like have a relationship with your food, know where it comes from, start growing your own herbs, and fruits and vegetables if you can, if you have access to that. I love juicing. Juicing and smoothies were a big game changer. I always say if you're starting on this healthy diet, don't eliminate, just add in. Add in before you eat that burger or fries. Add in that juice in the morning. First thing in the morning, that morning ritual will help you train your taste buds to crave healthier food. So if you do lemon water, juice, one of my favorite juices is this liver detox juice. If I talk about parasite cleanse, I'm big on actually detoxifying your liver so milk thistle is one of my favorite ingredients that what milk thistle looks like? yeah this is milk thistle a lot of people take it in capsule this you can actually get a fresh it's so cheap it's like two to three dollars this is organic and you can get this at your grocery store juice it it has like a bitterness to it but we're going to sweeten it up with some green apples and lemon juice which are both really good for your body lemons being balances the ph levels and alkali and celery is full of nutrition and minerals for your body. So if you do that first thing in the morning, which I have a shot for you, so I try on. It becomes bearing gifts. Yes, you want to try this. It's so tasty. So we only need a shot this big in the morning to kickstart your a little bit. natural detoxification process. And you notice that I have like the love sticker on there. Yeah. I'm big on affirmations. If you're making smoothies or juices, like, be, like when you're making it in the process, like send gratitude and love. And it's going to make Cheers. a huge difference. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Well, I think this is the first time I've ever done this on a podcast. Isn't it? So good. You taste a little bitterness from the, the milk thistle, but bitter foods are actually really good for your liver, especially when you go to like Chinese herbalism and all these different herbs. Bitter foods are really good for you. Just keep talking. So <laughs> it's so good. Right. It does taste really good. It's so hydrating. It's so good. You can make food taste good and nourishing and feed your body, your mind, soul. soul. So when I started introducing these foods, my brain started to, you know, fill with energy. I had more clarity. I had a wake-up call at the age of 15. I was like, I got to change my life. 
and slowly but surely adding these little habits. And that's how I came up with the 80 day process, helping numerous clients lose a hundred pounds, or if they wanted to gain weight, whatever your body is dealing with, I started to heal through micro habits, break it down into daily micro habits, eight being the infinity number, because transformation is a lifelong journey. And you see, if you start adding eight every single day, eight minutes for your mind, for your body, your soul, it starts to compound and then you start seeing changes in your life. Yeah. Wow. So, and that, is that an Asian background thing, a lucky number of the eight? Because I come from Australia and yeah. I think that they were saying, because we're so close to all of the beautiful Asian countries, yeah. I think it's in the culture that that means luck. It's in the, it's in the culture, but it's in so many sacred texts as well. Oh, wow. The eight, number eight is very, very symbolic in different ways. It brings balance, prosperity, abundance, all these different things. It's infinity because it never ends. Yes. And that's what drew me to it. Cause I was like, you know what? When people go on this lifelong journey, it is a lifelong marathon. It is not a quick fix. Yes. You do your detox, you do your parasite, but you continue to show up every single day, right? You get better every next chapter of your life requires a different version of yourself. Yeah. Letting go of the past and you learn different lessons and you keep just keep evolving. Well, I say I'm getting younger every year. Yes. And I actually do believe that I look great for 72, don't I? <laughs> then you're 80. I've got work on it. You do. <laughs> no, yeah. So, I mean, I'm 50. And um, did we ask how much you used to weigh or does that not even matter? It doesn't even matter because, you know, at this point, even with my clients, yep. I don't even tell them to get on a scale. Yes. It's really about intuitive eating and coming back to your body. How do you feel? And we're just empowering you to get in tune with your body awareness. Yep. What foods make you feel a little more gassy or my digestion doesn't feel good? This food didn't work well with myself. So starting to tune into how your body feels. I'm actually all about that because one of my favorite phrases I use is a healthy body looks different on every person. You could be fit and lean, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're well. Yeah, and I, I think when we're on the health and wellness you know, journey, a lot of people get caught up on the number on the scale. Yeah. I had you know clients, and I used to do this too, I would get on the scale and then you would allow a number on a scale to determine your happiness for the rest of the day. I was like, no, this is so unhealthy and we shouldn't do this. Go by how you feel in your body. And, you know, how you're close. Yeah. Well, how you feel vitalistically. Yeah. You know, the wellness is fertility and, and so much more than how we look aesthetically, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, my goodness, Charles. You are just resonating with me so much. I wanted to just talk about also the fact that, you know, we found each other through a mutual friend. Yes. Who just knew that we would resonate so much. And I feel like let's talk about that because... You know, Chunky, our friend, said, you know, you guys are going to just really get along. Yeah. I think that, you know, we make magic in numbers. Yeah. But we also find one another when we are in alignment with our higher purpose. I, I think of it as frequency. And just kind of like some people are like, what do you mean by spirituality? I, I call it the spiritual gem. Just as we go to the gym to focus on our physical muscles, they're spiritual and muscles, right? If you don't like the word spiritual, just think about frequency, right? Everything has frequency by the foods that you put into your body. And when you start to elevate your frequency, you start attracting people like-minded. You don't have to really chase people. You just magnetize by the way that you show up, you embody a presence and people are attracted and drawn to you. Yeah. And you'll meet the right people that you need to meet. And it's just like, there's no, no more chasing and it just feels so good. It's an alignment. If our paths shall cross. And they did. So no, we are very lucky that we had you. Yeah. So let's delve a little bit more into the Triple Eight program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if I were to start implementing, you implementing rather, you call it the micro, what did you say? My micro habit. Micro habits. So tiny habits that start to build. Yes. Because a lot of times people can get very overwhelmed like with the big picture. Like this is what I really want to do. But I have all these worksheets and this is going into my book called How to Heal Yourself. Oh. Yes. I already have a title. Wait. Eight Laws of Transformation. Did you IP that? Like. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 It's already done. It's out there. Nobody nobody can take the title now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side is for it. Yes. So Eight Laws of Transformation. There's different worksheets on making an agreement with yourself. A lot of it deals with inner child healing as well. And a lot of times, you know, when clients come to me and they're like, I can't lose the last 10 pounds or I'm trying to gain 10 pounds. I can't, you know, gain weight. Why can't I? I'm eating the right foods. I'm exercising. And I say, who have you not forgiven? It's such a deep energetic and it goes back to the cleansing. It's super powerful because when you think you have forgiven someone, there's always deeper layers when you can go deeper, right? And it's really reconnecting with your inner child and rebuilding that trust. At some time, you know, during a trauma in your lifetime, you stop losing, you start losing trust with your inner child and you stop listening to it. So it's really about in, like inspiring people to get back in tune with their intuition and allowing that to kind of let them listen to that on a daily basis, making the right choices in foods, friends, relationships. All of it is interconnected. He really is the male version of me. <laughs> oh, because I'm just resonating with everything you say. I mean, firstly, who hasn't had childhood trauma? Oh my gosh, everyone does. And and that's the thing. And that's where we start creating these limiting belief systems based on childhood trauma. So like we can't talk about the future until we go to the history and actually look at and re-healing our inner child patterns. And then I always say when I lost the weight, I had to do a reprogram, a reset on my, my program. And a lot of times it's like you can't be operating at the same old version of yourself you know, where you were operating out of scarcity or fear and you have to reboot the program. A lot of times people are walking around, they don't update the program. I'm like, you got to update the programming, start pulling out the things and editing things. I call it the life edit. You got to edit your life, your friends, what's in your cabinet, all of that. Everything. So the narratives, what you surround yourself with, what's in your cabinet, yeah. who's in your life. Like, look, you came to California, LA. You did a huge transition and you're like, I'm moving because energetically I need to be in a space where, you know, this is yeah. this is where I can thrive. I can't believe you actually just brought that up because I was having a realization about that today. These are some of the books I've written. I've written 10. Yeah. But like looking back, I've really evolved. Yeah. You know, and... It can get really lonely at times to actually start to evolve and grow because you have to do the deep work and be on your own yeah. or get okay with that, right? Yeah. That's one of the things that a lot of people shy away from. We talk about all the numbing mechanisms that I do, whether it's alcohol, food, sex, drugs, whatever it is. It's because people don't want to sit still with themselves, right? So how can you create environments or daily habits that fuel your mind, your mental health, your spiritual health? It doesn't have to be sitting in a corner by yourself and being bored. It could be yoga. It could be walking meditation. Yeah. Cooking your food. That's what I'm saying. Like playing with your baby. Yes. Yeah. Playing with your baby and, and little things, right? So the little daily micro habits, 8 to 8, is very easy to remember because people remember in threes. I'm just like eight minutes for your mind, eight minutes for your body, eight minutes for your spirit, and just start to compound every single day. And your friends and family, you don't have to preach it to them and just start embodying and people will be like what are you doing because something is different yeah that's right they can start to see it instead of you telling them it 
And seriously, what can't you do for eight minutes? I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and and you can make a recipe in eight minutes. You can meditate. It's such a nice reset. Whenever I'm like stressed, I just start to breathe. Okay, let's do that. Let's, let's breathe. Do that. So every, every time can breathe with us. Yes. 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 Okay. So this is the morning ritual. So put your hand over your heart and your belly. Close your eyes. Which hand? Doesn't matter. And then just close your eyes. And I do three deep cleansing breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. So inhale through your nose. Exhale, side out. Push you out. Make the noise? Yeah, just push out all that stagnant energy. Another deep inhale. Hold for three, two, one. Exhale. Last one, deep inhale. Hold for five, four. Three, two, one. Oh, that was a test. So good. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. And just take a moment to tune into your breath. And I always say, take a moment to really give gratitude for your body. Thank every cell in your body. Just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I forgive you. I forgive you. And I am showing up for you. I'm showing up for you. And little things like that. You can ask yourself, how am I feeling today? And then what can I do with my ADA process to get into alignment? And just open your eyes, wiggle your fingers. Super quick. Just a little reset like that. Charles, it's so hard to not keep ho holding and hugging myself after that. Yeah, and people don't do this. I do this in my shower sometimes. If uh, if it's a morning shower and I don't have time, I'm like, oh, shit. But I'm like, literally, when you're exfoliating your body, you're washing your hair, eight minutes. You're just like, talk to yourself. Be kind to yourself because the world will tell you apart or there's kind people. But, you know, like people will tell you what's wrong with you, but you got to love yourself. Well, you know what? There's only one person that's judging, and that's God or grand organized design, whatever you believe in. Yeah. We really need to pay less attention about other people's thoughts about us. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the morning check-ins because if your first thing that you do in the morning is to check your phone, check notifications, newspaper, read something negative, take a moment for yourself before you drown yourself with the outside world. Because most times... It's operating out of fear. So you got to like set that tone, create a solid foundation, and then move from that space. So getting into the breath, getting into our heart, mm -hmm. listening to yourself, and then remembering who you divinely are. Yes, because we all have gifts. This is like such a beautiful thing. We all have unique gifts that is only ours. And there's nothing, no one can stop you. And when you realize and you take the moment to really check in with yourself, no one can stop you. And you start moving in a way that's in alignment with your life and you start sharing that gift. Let me share that. It's like the abundance just keeps coming back because that's what you're destined to do. Okay, so tell me something. Getting close. What tell me a secret like going going. What is the most exciting or surprising thing that's ever happened with you in your career or on television? Well, okay, I'll share this with you. I moved to New York, um, four years ago, and I didn't know anyone. I'm big on visualization and law of attraction. If you see on my phone, I have a vision board. I see it every single day. In every chapter of my life, I reach a lot of my goals. I have to go back to the drawing board, tune in, and then 
dream up new dreams. And so when I went to New York, I went to Chelsea Market. That's where they film Food Network. I didn't know anybody. I was like, okay, this is where they film Food Network. I'm going to get on that show. I don't know how. Two months later, I got a call. But here's the thing. You also have to prepare yourself. Luck is preparation meets opportunity. You can't just be sitting and not doing anything proactively. And even Dr. Oz, when I got the call, I was so prepared. Hang on, let me just beat up that name that you dressed. Did you say Dr. Oz? <laughs> Dr. Oz. When I got that call from Dr. Oz, I wasn't surprised because I had visualized me, myself, being on the show for so long. And all the all the days where I was putting in work, doing live events at Whole Foods, doing tours, prepared me for that. And when I was on there, reading teleprompters or whatever, it's like, and there was a live audience. There was so much going on, but I was so, like, tuned in. And I had so much fun. And I was like, I was so prepared. And when people asked me, I was like, I wasn't surprised. It, it just felt like what I had been visualizing for the longest time. I always say it's part of the journey, mm -hmm. right? So everything that happens to you or for you is all part of the test, the lessons yep. that lands you up to exactly where you're meant to Yes. And also rejection is God's greatest redirection. So I'm always like, when you don't get that job opportunity, just see it as someone protecting you. Oh, yeah. Because maybe that's a door that is not meant for you and go where you're wanted stop chasing you know sometimes we get caught up with the rejection you're just like oh why isn't this door opening and you're so stuck there where it's like the universe has a greater opportunity right in front of you yeah and you gotta open yourself up to the blessing so now we're gonna do three really fast questions okay ready? i'm running favorite cuisine favorite cuisine thai food great isn't your background it's not i'm from <gasps> taiwan but i love thai okay are beach or mountain holidays? Mountain. I love the ocean, but something about the mountains where I can just hear the birds, like that to me brings me so much peace. And where do you see yourself in five years' time? Um, New York Times bestselling author, autumn book tour with a show, helping as many people as I can. I think that's my intention, really. Even coming here today, I was driving. I'm like, what is my intention? A mantra I come back to is use me, use me wisely. Who will you have me meet? What will you have me say? And how can I best be of service? And I try to infuse everything I do with that because when I was at my rock bottom, I was like, I need another way. There's got to be another way. Yeah. And I said, I promise if you help me heal myself, I will promise that I will help as many people as I can. And that's what I'm doing. I just got goosebumps. Every time I hear truth, look at that. Yeah. I always yeah. go back to that though. Yeah. Like, and wherever I go, we meet people, people... You know, you lose people. I had another friend who was a chef friend who lost his life. And he was the same age as me. And I remember, like, getting on Dr. Oz. I was like, let's do it for him. Like, because I remember how bad he wanted it. And he was so serious. Like, he took, he was just so detailed. And every time I think about opportunities I get, I'm like, yo, don't take things for granted. That's right. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on Well To Do, the podcast. Make sure you share this with your friends if you love it. Yes. Check out Charles Chin on all of his social media. And, of course, thank you to Aries Tech for keeping us well with all the EMF radiation around us.